Okay, guys, we're doing a really fun Patreon trivia night. Big announcement. Woo! Big on announcement. <laughs> Big announcement. On December 12th, all of the information is on our Instagram. I'll put it in the description box below, but you're not going to want to miss out. So make sure you click on that link and look up for all the information. And it's only for Patreoners. Woo! But it's going to be really fun. So, and there's prizes. Woo! And we're going to be hosting it. So you're literally going to see us on there. It's going to be us live. Just kidding. And you're going to have a blast. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you join if you want. Check it out. Okay. Now start the episode. All right, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Two Idiot Girls. How you doing? I'm all right. Right before we started filming, you guys, we were recapping the finale of the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, guys, I'm pissed. Wait, sorry. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I was pretty upset. By the time you guys see this, you should have watched it. I was pretty upset. I won't lie to you. I was pissed. I was glad. I feel like anything I say is going to sound mean. I just think I wanted Josh or Dan to win. I not that I thought Maddie out of obviously he was most improved out of everyone. He he really okay. He, I was proud of him for getting to the finale, but I really wanted Dan or Josh to do it because I felt like they Me did too. so good the whole season. Me too. At least Josh did. I know Dan. Well, and I like listen. I understand that like you you know like sometimes people choke in the finale. and That's yeah. fine. Josh didn't. No. Josh was numero uno mm -hmm. in both first challenges. And then the last one, he just kind of did mid. But I just feel like you, why aren't those more heavily weighed? And like, how does someone come last in the technical and then win the, the whole and competition? And that's why I'm like, that cake couldn't have been that good. <laughs> There's no way. But also like, and I don't know if this is controversial at all, but a lot of the shit he was saying in the finale, that Maddie guy, Mm -hmm. homophobic hello i don't remember what he said he was talking about how he's embarrassed to tell people he's a baker i'm embarrassed i don't like telling people especially not my friends why oh i missed that and then even like um, i was wolfing down some red robin while i was watching well it. even the um the host allison mm -hmm. she was like what do you mean you're embarrassed? Why would you be embarrassed? It's a good thing. And he goes, ah, it's just not what lads do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then you give him the fucking award. I don't know. I just told Drew I was so confused. And maybe that's not what he meant, but it was very obvious. Like someone validate me. Yeah. That he was working through his internalized homophobia. It was very clear, like mm -hmm. through the entire season and in the last episode, especially mm -hmm. because when they were, even when they talked to his parents, like the dad was like, yeah, I don't know anything about this fucking baking. I don't know anything about it. And then the mom goes, he made our anniversary cake last year. And he goes, oh, yeah. did he? She goes, yeah, it was lemon. And then I'm like, well, no wonder your son is struggling with telling people he likes to bake. Who gives a fuck? He literally said he, because he's a teacher or something, or he works with the kids. He's a teacher, yeah. He takes, he's like, oh, I take my bakes to my kids all the time. And she goes, oh, that's cool. Do they like them? And, and he, he says it's from his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, no, I always tell them she makes them. And he's like, why? He goes, ah, was like, you know, like. That's just what lads do. I mean, he didn't say that, but like, it's like, it's like the justification is like, oh, he's embarrassed. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's because he thinks it's for chicks. And that's why he doesn't want to tell people that. <laughs> and that's the part that annoys me. Yeah. I could see that. And you didn't give it to my Virgo King. I literally, after the episode, I was like, I'm mad at him. I'm mad at them. At the show, me too. I'm mad at the show. I'm mad at Paul and Prue. I'm yeah. mad at you guys. I was too. I was pretty upset. But I did love the epilogue, like I always do. I liked it, but it wasn't as good as it usually is. Yeah. Maybe because they picked the wrong winner. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes but were But I was off. telling Drew that usually when they do the finale, they take into consideration their entire time in the in the show. In the tent. In the yeah. tent. Not just how they did that day. Well, and like they weigh it, but they also like mostly weigh the day, which is fine. But that's why I said, did you guys just throw out the first two challenges? Yeah. Because what the fuck? Like, I was really confused. And then I didn't know why they told Josh they just weren't impressed by his decorating, right? And then I was like, but you liked Maddie's messy one? He did. He only did a crumb coat. You know what a crumb coat is? Yeah. You dude. can still see through the cake because you yeah. need to put more shit on it. Well, he didn't even do that. He did like a watercolor. No, if he had done a crumb coat, it would have been looked nicer, honestly. 
But he like did that watercolor <laughs> shit. And but like, when they zoomed in and then it was like, it was leaning so severely on top of that. And that's why they said Josh's was good. It just wasn't up to the level of his showstoppers typically are, which I think is fair. But if it tasted like shit, that would have been different. Or if it was underbaked or anything like that, then I would have understood. I just felt like I told my mommy the whole episode, the finale, felt like they were so hypercritical of Josh. I agree. Like Dan fucked it the, with the eclairs. That's fine. And he knew it. And he, he even he said, for out to powder the sugar. How do you forget to put powdered sugar? And I that? told Billy, I'm like, he is so nervous. He's making silly mistakes. Yeah. And then when he when they fucking hated it or they didn't like it, he was like, ah, well. Yeah. And he's just there for vibes. He's like, that's fine. But for Josh, I felt like they were so hypercritical of him in that I agree. episode. And I was like, there's no way Maddie's your better. And honestly, I felt like they, that Paul was like that towards Dan. Yeah. The whole show. The whole show. The whole show. I was like, the way that you are coming off a little racist about his flavors. Because mm-hmm. every time he was like, I'm trying Asian. And he was like, again? <laughs> like that type of shit. Like Billy literally was like, it's getting a little... It's getting a little. These are inspired by a Thai green chili. Yeah, fairy. it's like he's like, it's like a sprinkle of like, hold on, I got a Ku Klux Klan member. That's like what it felt yeah. like, and I felt like they were coming after his fucking neck. And then in the finale, they did the same thing to mm-hmm. Josh. I'm like, you guys were planning from the beginning that you're gonna let Maddie win. And yeah. I just made this joke offline, but I told Jason, I was like, where's this from, guys? <laughs> he goes, everyone, where's this from? Uh, it was a beauty contest. They weren't even listening to the music. Boo! That's how I felt watching the finale. <laughs> it's so true. And then you know what's so funny? Usually at the end when they do the epilogue where they show all of them like what, how they- And he didn't hang out with one bitch. No. You know, not you know who hung out with a, a bunch of them? Well, Saku. Well, not only Saku. And Nikki. And Nikki. But I'm saying Dan hung out a bunch and so yep. did Josh. I like that no one, every time they're taking pictures- Who's at the front of the selfie taking the selfie and listen, my King Josh. Exactly. Josh, if you're watching this, cause I know he's a huge fan of two idiot girls. <laughs> yeah. We were rooting for you from the very beginning. Josh, are you a Virgo? Please answer my question. I feel like so severe. I feel like and so if deep you in my bones. We're an idiot friend, Josh, then you would have seen all season. We've been recapping the great British bacon show on our Patreon. You and Dan, we've been behind you guys. from episode one, episode you one. and Dan. Yeah. I was like, those two are going to the end. Yeah. And I was right. And I, I think y'all were cheated. I get why Maddie went because Tash kind of fucked it. No, she did. She choked in the yeah. semi, which is like, okay, fine. Yeah. But even when he got through, I was like, no way. <laughs> I had a feeling. When they were like, this is the best chocolate cake I've ever had. I'm like, oh, how original a chocolate cake. <laughs> As if I can do anything like that. <laughs> Me getting so hypercritical yeah. and I don't know shit about baking. I was like, there's no way. Look at the flakiness in there. And listen. And he had no layers in his lardy cake. And what the fuck's a lardy cake? I'm scared. It looks disgusting. Also, every time they cook with lard, it looks like it looks like Vicks vapor rub. Yeah. <laughs> when they're like crumbling it and they're spreading it like that. Also, in the very first episode, mm-hmm. when they're giving their lore, right? Yes. Like each person has like a little, a little like uh reel, like some B-roll footage of their life at home. Mm-hmm. When they showed Maddie's, mm-hmm. they showed. That they were engaged or whatever, like his girlfriend or whatever. Like they said that they were planning on getting married. I don't know if they were already engaged or what. Well, they got engaged after the show. Okay, that's what confused me because I remember this and y'all will remember this if you love the show as much as I do. In his little B-roll, they Mm -hmm. showed a clip of them looking at wedding dresses in a a shop. Oh, well, then maybe they just finalized the date or something after the show. So they're looking at wedding dresses, Okay. And he's walking behind her. And again, these are all staged things. Like they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, just look around and like talk to each other. And I know that because I've filmed a bunch of shit like that. Right. So they're walking and they're like, she's like, what do you what do you think of this one? And he's like, you guys are a family one time. Almost gone on wife swap. Okay, keep going. We'll tell that story after. (laughs) So then he goes, he goes, "Um, yeah, I mean, that looks fine. Right. And then she goes, you said that about the last one. He goes, because they're all white. Like there's no difference between any of them. That's when I knew. Just I just find like, it funny that you don't know that those clothes were picked for you by the people in this room. What's <laughs> that from? When he said that about her wedding dress and he said that he said that shit and then he did that weird open mouth tongue shaking laugh. <laughs> Drew. That's what he does. He does. Very British. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to indict his character. Maybe he's a nice guy. I just think he's working through some shit, some internalized biases. And when I see a straight white man 
take something <laughs> from two people that I believe deserved it more. <laughs> and throughout the entire show, it's like some like, ah, you know, this fucking just like some fucking baking shit or whatever. <laughs> and it's so like, it's so homophobic. Like I'm telling you right now, it's like, oh, so feminine to fucking bake. I'm all, you're in the bake off tent, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You have an apron on. You love baking. <laughs> so shut the hell up. Anyways, when I saw is that Is it clip, not gay anymore now that you won? <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to win Great British Bake Off? <laughs> Fellas, Sound off in the comments Fellas, below. is it gay to go live in, <laughs> in a different city and bake a new three new baked goods every week for 12 weeks straight? Sound off below. Comment down below if you think that's gay. That's why I was like, dude, when he made that joke about the wedding dresses, I was like, I literally told me, I was like, I don't like that guy. And I could not believe that he was making it every week. I couldn't believe it. Anyways, I feel sure like he's nice. he always skated by. And then how does he win? Anyways, clearly I was just a really big fan of Josh and Dan and Dan. I'm sure I'm sure he's cool. <laughs> Whatever. But my I feel like Tosh had a little crush on him. My gut is never wrong about stuff like that. Yeah. And I have a feeling I got a spidey fucking. Did tingle. you have one about Chiggs, too? Yeah, I did. I didn't think he was like him, mm -hmm. but I felt like there was some. He was the Chigs of the season. He kind of skated by, barely did good. And then the last. No, no, no. Wrong. <laughs> because Chigs was fucking good. Oh, he really okay. was. And he, he like, he tried crazy shit. Like he fucked up a couple times, but like he was fucking good and he could decorate really well. Mm -hmm. So Chigs was good. Which to me is pretty feminine. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. I don't know. I, we're all thinking. Fellas, it. is it gay to win Bake Off? You know, usually when the show ends, I'm always like, dang, I wish they won money. I would always wish that. And this season, I was like, I'm glad. I'm glad it's a cake tin. I'm glad it's just that cake platter. A cake stand. Anyways, disappointed about the ending. Do do I miss the show already? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will I watch it again? Yes. <laughs> but if you bring another one of those guys on there, I swear to God. I will say I did love the host this year. I absolutely. I love, love. We always love Noel, but I absolutely loved Allison. Dude, that he said a funny ass joke in the finale. Which one? He said a couple. Yeah, the one that he said what, during the technical mm -hmm. when he introduced, he was like, he's like, okay, so you guys are gonna leave the tent. You know, they always like dismiss the judges. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> now that she goes, there they go. He's like, and they're off. He goes, yep. And she goes, where? What are they doing? And he goes, to make sweet, sweet love. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. He goes, this one is set by Paul, and he has personally requested that you all bake this in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, he said Prue. Oh, yeah. But I said it would have been funnier if he said Paul, yeah. but he probably wouldn't have liked that joke. No. So he made that joke. He made another one where Allison's like, can I see the winner? He goes, well, yeah, it's going to be your last season. So you might as well. Yeah, he's like, well, it's your first and last. So might as well. <laughs> he was he was killing it. That one. And then he said another one. He goes, I'm putting all my money on Amos. And I told him, like, that's <laughs> mean because he went home first. He's like, I got 20,000 on him. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick little break. And this is with our friends at Lumi. So let's face it. The holidays are stressful. And under our reindeer sweaters, we are stressed sweating about gifts, cooking, and whatever that one opinionated uncle is about to say next. Luckily, no matter how stressful it gets, we can all still smell incredible with Lumi. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant designed by an OBGYN to work not only on pits, but also feet, privates, and beyond. No matter where you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long, all thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH optimal formula and they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it this holiday season cross bo off your list of things to worry about lumi has you covered what do i personally love about lumi i love everything about it especially that it was created by an OBGYN. and i've told you my favorites the whole body stick i love the cream and i love the most the little body wipes and the uh, body wash so make sure you check out all of those so lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers it comes with a solid stick deodorant cream tube deodorant two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes you can't go wrong with either one they're both amazing and free shipping as a special Special offer for listeners. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more too. What the heck? That's new. And you can use our code 2idiotgirls at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. Now back to the episode. I think I'm in the whole guy. And that's my kind of judge. Yeah. My kind of, my kind of like, like, 
like quippy little hosts. Like that's my kind of guy. Yeah. But I love Noel and I loved Allison. I thought she was great. We were huge fans of So You Think You Can Dance for like Uh, season seven and eight. Yeah. And I remember the host was Kat Dealey. Yeah. I've never liked watching hosts talk too much. Get to the get to the program. Get to the program. Yeah. Why not? And I think of Kat Dealey a lot. So I remember we used to be like, oh, she talks too much. Just get to the thing. Yeah. Every time I watch the Great British Baking Show, I look forward to seeing the host. Me too. They're just so essential to the vibes. Mm -hmm. But the part two where Josh was like. He was like, well, you, obviously. She's like, what are you going to miss yeah. all the time? And then he goes, I heard, Allison just told me that you said you're going to miss her the most. And he goes, I've been here for seven years and no one has ever said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very sad it's over. Also very sad about the winner. But what are you going to do? I'm mad about the winner. But I am sad that it's over. My yeah. favorite show of all time. Truly. The best show ever. Do you have anything else you want to share? That's the first thing that came to my mind. I watched two Christmas movies yesterday. Do you want to hear about them? Sure. I watched... Family Switch, the way I don't remember it. <laughs> the new Jennifer Garner one, it's on Netflix. Oh, that's cute. Um, Did you see that TikTok I sent you of Jennifer Garner? Of her uh, emptying What's her bag? What's in my bag? She's one of the funniest people on TikTok. She is so... Dude, I was I was giggling along with her. Have you ever watched her videos? When she was like, apparently <laughs> I'm really afraid I'm never going to have enough nuts. <laughs> have you ever watched her other TikTok? Yeah, I've seen a few. Like I saw one where she bathed her cat. That yeah, one was pretty funny. They're all so funny. Yeah, she's she's a gem. She is so. And cute. she's reading two different books because her kids are both reading them in school. Sweet, such so a sweet, funny, sweet lady. Um, yeah. Okay, so I had you watched her that at one. Holmes. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was okay. I don't know that I'd recommend it that much, yeah. but it was just okay. But you know what I would recommend. I watched Candy Cane Lane. It's the new Eddie Murphy, Tracy Ellis Ross uh, Christmas oh, movie. Oh, I saw I saw um, them doing interviews for it. Yeah, I watched it on Prime. It was really funny. I liked really? it. Really? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Eddie Murphy's just so funny. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you watch Quiz Lady yet? No, I need to, though. Quiz Lady's good. Like, Alex, you guys know Alex. We talk about Alex all the time. <laughs> she She came to my house and forced me to watch something new every night, which you guys know is really hard for me. Um, and if quiz, you, quiz if you ever came over to Drew's house, it's just modern family. And then the other day we were here and I told her, can we switch the season? Cause I always watch these episodes when I come over. Yeah. And then Drew told me I, I that they watch the same seasons and I didn't no, know. No, we don't. I'm saying like, we typically put it on our favorite seasons and it always ends right there. And like, uh, I, my favorite seasons of modern family are when the kids are young, mm-hmm. like younger. Yeah. I like the later seasons too, but like when they're young is like, those are the funniest fucking episodes mm-hmm. like when the kids are young so those are my favorite ones which is like season one to like four yeah those ones are good when they start getting older like those ones are good too like five six seven but towards the end they're all like adults or turning into adults so those ones are funny too but they're just not the same yeah to me. i feel that but yeah you guys know but anyways i watched quiz lady <laughs> i thought it was good okay it was it was very entertaining it was really funny like sandra oh is so fucking funny in that movie I just started, and it reminded me a lot of you and I, and oh, a lot of ways because right? they're sisters. But okay. like, in not though. I just finished all of Loki season two. Loki was my favorite out of all the Marvel shows, so I was oh, really nice. excited. Was it good? It was really good. I liked oh, cool. it a lot. Me and Billy need to watch that too. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I was saying that Tom Hiddleston is just so good. Yeah, he's um, great. And yeah, I got to watch all of it in one sitting because I didn't watch it week by week. Yeah, but it was good. I liked it. I was interested. I was sad. I liked it. Nice. And have I watched anything else new? No. Will I? No. Oh, I just started. A lot of people have recommended to me to watch What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show, because mm-hmm. um, it's it's based off a movie. Um, I can't get past episode two, guys. I think it's kind of boring. Mm. It's like parts of it are really funny. Like they're all vampires that are living in modern day age. Yeah. And they all live on Staten Island in like okay. a house together. And one of the vampires, I forget his name. I think his name's Colin or something. Um, he's like a instead of a blood sucker, he just sucks energy. So he walks around and talks to people because he's really boring and then they like fall asleep and stuff and it's funny. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I thought the pilot was really funny, and then I tried episode two and I couldn't get into it. So Rip. I probably won't stick with it, you guys. But I did start the new season of Fargo. I've never watched it, and so far it's good. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I think that's all I've been watching. Well, you know what I've been watching. Update on the puppy. My puppy. I am considering a name change because the name Willie, I don't know if it fits him, but I do keep calling him that because I can't figure out what I want to call him. So I don't know. He doesn't feel like a Willie. I keep trying to pick different names and I don't know. And honestly, 
If you want to suggest a name, we ask the Patreoners to suggest names. I am considering from that list. And we may choose one from that list. So another incentive to join the Patreon. Who knows? (laughs) Something to think about. But yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. You know, he falls asleep in his crate crying, but I will play Elf in the background and that's what makes him fall asleep. There you go. Or a gumball. That's what I usually play when I go. Whatever works. Okay. So for this week's episode, we decided to ask or have all of you ask us questions about dating advice. Yeah. Um, Because dating episodes tend to be our most popular ones. And we've never done one strictly on dating advice. It's mostly just been dating horror stories. Or advice. It's like we combine two, two, two topics that y'all consistently ask for and really like. Mm-hmm. So we combine them. I agree. This one was a was an us suggestion. Yeah. But sometimes we pick from the Patreon. Sometimes. Sometimes we do. I'm just saying. If you have a topic you are dying to get us to talk about, maybe it'll be picked from there. <laughs> Who knows? Who can say really? Yeah. Okay. So this first one is from Erin. She said, do you think it's possible to be happy in a romantic relationship when you have really opposing political views? No. No. Next question. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I don't. No, absolutely not. And I think that if you have to ask, you know the answer already. Because let me tell you something. If I was laying down at night next to someone that fucking hates gay people, what does that say about me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. So I'm cool with bigotry as long as I'm attracted to that person. Yeah. But I'm not cool with it if it comes out of a face that I'm not attracted to. Mm. Like that makes me the biggest hypocrite alive. Well, and I think too, obviously things that are, you know, political, it had a huge shift by 2016. So before it used to be, I mean, it could be that like, I hate gay people. I don't, but you know, who cares? Cause we both voted for prop eight, right? Um, (laughs) For whatever reason. For religious reasons, whatever. Yeah. But I'm saying it used to be like, oh, well I'm a Republican and you're a Democrat and we just disagree on how spending and war funding should be done. And yeah, now it's, which is another thing that I, you should give a shit I, I about. I would care about, but I'm yeah. just saying if I think stereo, like, yeah, then, like, right? like 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, 20 years if someone ago, told yeah. me they were Republican, I wouldn't be afraid to talk to them where compared to now. When I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying compared just to now, know. cause now, now the gift of information has given me perspective yeah, on what and, that means. And new, new knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I think if you have opposing views on, on like how you view other people then i don't think you should have sex with people like that yeah no do you know what i mean if we and both it's probably not even good if we on both don't that. agree on human like basic human rights it's not gonna work out and honestly anything political that you disagree on no you can't be with me like <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like no you can't like and not only that, but and maybe this is me just being like too, 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 too macro lens on it. But like when you think about and listen, like there's bad on both sides. Yeah, I fucking know. Like I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean? And we're marginalized indigenous people. We know how awful the government is on all sides, babe. OK, we know that. Yeah. Let's take that off the table. I don't want to hear that. Right. But if we're talking, let's say we're talking about just the people that you know that are typically associated with two major political parties in this country, right? The worst people you know are almost always on the right. That is is a Mm 99.9% chance. They're always fucking awful and they're on the right. Mm -hmm. What makes you think that they're going to be a good partner to you? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I truly believe that in order to harass the fuck out of marginalized people or try to like pass legislation that restricts women's bodies or refusing to do anything about gun control because of your right to bear arms, whatever the fuck. And they always misuse that fucking amendment. Mm. That is not what it was for. It's not so you could just have a fucking Glock on you at all times. It was literally because of the government coming into your fucking home. Like, don't even get me started. Anyways, my point being a lot of times that kind of ideology is associated with narcissism. And, and a selfishness and a very and, well, and misogyny. Miso- <laughs> it literally, if you just take bigotry out of it, yeah. like obviously it's inherently bigoted, which should be more than enough. I feel like for people who are not like that. Mm. Right. But even if you took bigotry off the table, which you never should, but let's just say you did, 
that kind of ideology lends towards a very selfish, narcissistic person, Mm -hmm. right? In a lot of ways, whether it's intentional or not, right? Sometimes it's intentional, which makes them an evil person. Sometimes it's not, and it makes them an ignorant person at best, right? Does that sound like characteristics of a partner that is going to uplift, uphold, and empower you? Yeah. No. And I mean, respect you, no. Exactly. If they're they're not going to respect gay and trans people... Why would they respect you? Girl. As a and, and especially if you you are heterosexual. Yeah. Like, especially then. You think a man who doesn't, who does not think gay people are human and doesn't respect them as people with thoughts, feelings, and ambitions mm-hmm. because they're effeminate or they're just lesser than, you think he's going to respect you? Yeah. All the qualities that he associates with gay people are associated with women. You're in that pile too, bitch, is my point, right? And that's why I've told people before, get it out of the way. Politics, talk about it immediately. Who'd you vote for in 2016? Where were you on January 6th? Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on abortion rights? Yeah. Get it out. What are your thoughts on Black Lives Matter? Get it out of the way yeah. in the it, immediately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's a I waste mean, of fucking time. And on dating apps, you can put on there that you're liberal, which I hate saying, but I usually put that. So well, that and, get- and even then, like, sometimes you get the other half, which is fucking horrible. Mm. It's dudes being like, you wish you knew about liberal, huh? <laughs> There's bad on both sides. Like yeah. that fucking guy. Oh yeah. He's not a conservative. Cent- centrist shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a conservative, but he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. So like, he's just as bad in a different way. No, I agree. Right. Okay. This next one's from Christina. Mm-hmm. She said, hi besties. I recently had my lover girl heart er- heart shattered by a man who didn't care about me. I retreated back into my shell, but I want to know how do I get over the fear of loving again? Oh, that's sad. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that happened to you. I know, me too. It's really unfortunate. Like an awful, awful, awful. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Especially because she's a Scorpio sun, uh, Virgo moon and Cancer rising. So like double water in there. That's crazy. I'm a Cancer rising. Oh, no, I'm a Cancer moon. I'm a Cancer rising. Oh, yeah, that's right. All that to say, as a fellow Cancer rising. I Virgo and Cancer in my big three, too, girl. I mean, you said recently, like, I want to say, like, maybe, like, one to two months after my breakup, I, like, woke up one morning and, like, told my mom, because, you know, I had to move back into my childhood bedroom. Um, I woke up and told my mom. I was like, yeah. And I was crying. And she's like, why, mom? I just think I never want to be in love again because I was so sad. And that yeah. makes sense because I got my lover girl heart fucking shattered as yeah. well. All that to say, I always tell everyone, I talk about the three month thing that, you know, it takes about 90 days to not even full, not to fully build a habit. <laughs> Atomic habits. Yeah. Atomic <laughs> habits. <laughs> How to think and grow rich. Um, so three feet from gold. So yeah. I think it, by the the 90th day, like if you're really trying really hard to heal. So if it's you, if yeah. you're still talking to your ex, if you're still fucking around with them like that, you're, it's like at the time to starts over and every you're single not time. healing. You're not healing. Yeah. I feel like by the 90th day. And I know for a fact, the 90th day, that's when I first started to feel like I'm feeling a little bit better. Yeah, just a little. Just a little bit. Yeah. So maybe like up to that point, like the highest I'd ever gotten in feeling better out of 100 was like maybe 20%. On the 90th day, I don't know why, I was like at a good 40. Like I was like, yeah. I was feeling pretty good. Like you can kind of start to see. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick little break. And this is with our friends at ZocDoc. So you know that feeling you get when you finally find the thing you've been searching for on the internet. After spending hours researching and reading thousands of reviews, you find it. This thing, whatever it is, Let's just pretend it's really pretty sparkly disco pants that you're really excited to wear to Taylor Swift. They check all of your boxes and it has five stars. Oh, and it's going to arrive at your house in 48 hours. I love that. So why is it that you can get the most random, wonderfully reviewed thing from around the world in just two days? But if you want to go see a good doctor, it can take forever to get an appointment. Not to mention, how do you know if they're even good? What I literally, thankfully there is a way it's called ZocDoc, a place to find and book great doctors who actually have amazing reviews, many with appointments available within 24 hours. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top rated patient reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance are located near you and treat almost any condition you're searching for. If I had needed to utilize ZocDoc, this is exactly what I would use. So all of you can go to ZocDoc.com slash two idiot girls and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash two idiot girls. ZocDoc.com slash two idiot girls. Now back to the episode. 
the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Like you can kind of start like paying attention to it. I mm -hmm. feel like a little bit more because it's just, it's too hard to do it um, when you're in the middle of it, which is natural. Yeah. I feel like it's a natural human emotion. I want to say though, I think the best way to answer your question to get over the fear of loving again is falling in love with yourself. So I, me, our family is so big on like vision boards and manifesting. Like, yeah. And especially setting like goals for the next and year. Intention. Yeah. 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 Uh, setting your intention for the whole year. So I think yeah. last year, um, I really wanted to focus on just like taking care of myself and refiguring out who I am yeah. on my own. Yeah. And then this year, I had put that I really wanted to fall in love. And I was telling my mom, I didn't fall in love with anyone, but I fell in love with myself. And she was all, and now I'm crying when we were talking about it. But it's true. That makes me want to cry too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the- And it's a beautiful thing. Like it really yeah. is. And it's, I feel like too, like with as little experience as I've personally had with that, I feel like, you know, I can't really offer anything amazing as, as like, especially as much as Dason can, because Dason has a lot of, insightful anecdotes about that time in her life that are so incredibly helpful for so many different people. But I feel like, um, a big portion of it, whenever you're ready, like whenever you're in that stage where you're past your 90th day, where you really are trying to heal, mm -hmm. I feel like you'll look on it. It's kind of like 500 days of summer, right? Um, at the very end, like towards the end of the movie when, and then we all know Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the enemy in that movie. We all know that. But like when he's talking to Chloe Grace Moretz, like the little girl that he's friends yeah. with, and she's like, he's like, it was just, it was so perfect. I don't understand. And she said, was it? And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, really look back, like look back and really, really try and see if it was as perfect as you thought it was. And then he goes back through the exact same scenes and he sees a bunch of shit that he never saw before, which is like her being very clear and upfront that she did not love him the way that he loved yeah, her. Yeah, because the whole point of that movie is that he's a narcissist. Exactly. And he doesn't realize that until she leaves him. And he, it's almost like he can't believe, it like baffles him that she doesn't love him the way that he does because he's such a catch. Whereas and I it's also like, like an entitlement that men yeah, have like to exactly. women. They're like, it's the same shit I've said before where it's like, I don't want to fuck you, but I can't believe you don't want to fuck me. Exactly. It's an entitlement to you and your attraction and- like just it's like well of course i'm a man yeah an ugly one that doesn't mean i'm gonna like you you know what i mean mm -hmm. and even at the end when she was like he was like what's the difference and then she was like she was she's like i don't know i just felt sure mm -hmm. and he's like sure of what and she goes what i was never sure of with you and it's like oh to him but she's being honest mm -hmm. and men do that shit all the time. You because know what I'm he saying? isn't being honest with himself the whole exactly. movie. Exactly. He's yeah. telling himself something she never said. Which I think we can all attest that we, we've done in the we, past. We lie about things to and ourselves. We, exactly. You know? My point being, whenever you're ready and mm -hmm. you're in that spot, I truly feel you're going to look back and you're going to see a bunch of shit that you did not see mm -hmm. in the beginning. And you're going to realize that the person that you're meant to be with would never make you feel that way. The person that you're meant to be with would never want to hurt you. The person that you're meant to be with would never want to lose you. You know what I mean? So Dason, Dason found that out on her own well past her 90 days because it was like, first you got to heal, first you got to take care of yourself. The five then, stages of grief, like yeah. all that shit, yeah. And once you're once you're truly in a place where you you feel good and you feel you feel happy and you feel like, optimistic about the future for once you know what i'm saying she looked back and she saw a lot of things that she did not see you know what i'm saying and i feel like the gift of hindsight you know what i mean um and i think that's going to help you a lot as far as looking forward to finding the person that you're meant to be with right it's going to inspire you and it's going to make you excited you know what i mean yeah. and it's going to make you feel like i can't wait to find the person i'm actually supposed to be with because it's going to be even better. It's going to be better than I could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One of our good friends who will remain unnamed was going through a breakup at the same time that I was. Mm. Or hers was right before mine, but she gave Drew a lot of advice for me during mine. <laughs> and one of the best pieces of advice she gave me was to watch movies. I talk every If you look through any episode we've ever talked about fucking breakups, even my fucking Instagram, I talk about the same things every single time. Yeah. Um, well, you can never hear it too many times, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, But I'm saying movies, we talk, she told me, you need to watch movies where there's a breakup happening, but the person who gets broken up with wins at the end, but it's not by getting with someone new. Yeah. 
It's by finding themselves. Yeah. So she said forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is so funny. That's a great one. And at the end, he does he fall in love with Mila Kunis? I guess kind of, but they don't really show that at the end. She just well, comes and to they, a show. And they kind of don't. Like, yeah. they, they like are attracted to each other, but they realize now is not a good time to yeah. be together. And but then you he, watch him find himself and yeah. pursue his passion. And then he looks back at his relationship throughout the movie. And he sees. And he remembers that he didn't like certain things, but he ignored it. But he saw one, like there's like this scene yeah. when he's on the red carpet yeah. the first time. And then you see it again. Where he's time. like standing, holding her purse and she's yelling at him, so, get out of the way. Excuse me, Andre the Giant, get out of the way. <laughs> so that one's really good. She told me um, The Holiday, which is my favorite Christmas movie. I can watch love that movie a hundred times. Movie. You watch both of them refine themselves, kind of fall in love, but not really. You know But what that's I mean? not the goal. No. It's just something that happened. Yeah. But even then, like, it's just like what the gift, the gift was that she loves herself enough to pursue someone that actually likes her mm -hmm. and respects her as a person. Both of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Literally. So the holiday, and then she also told me Under the Tuscan Sun, which makes me cry every single time I watch that movie, especially because there's a lesbian couple in that movie mm. who are pregnant. Um, it's Sandra Oh, and I forget who her girlfriend was in the movie. Yeah. And her best friend is Sandra Oh, and so Sandra Oh gets pregnant. They've yeah. been together for like 10 years or something crazy like that. And then her wife cheats on her and leaves her, which is exactly what happens to Diane Lane in the movie. So she comes all the way to Italy to be with her best friend so her best friend can help her have the baby. Yeah. And now I was literally me moving back into my childhood bedroom <laughs> with two babies that are both cats. And I'm the friend. Yeah. Well, you, I'm and, the best friend. you and my mom are the friends. Yeah. So all that to say, you'll get through it and just really, I I feel you can't focus enough on yourself. Yeah. After a breakup. Absolutely. If you're if you're like me and you watch, you know, hours worth of TikTok and there's just so many TikToks of, hey, Riri, what's up, Rocky? And all you see is hundreds of couples in love like I have, right? <laughs> Don't let that deter you. It will happen to you. You'll yeah. get to find the Riri to your Rocky or whatever the fuck you want. What's up, bullet? Or the bullet to your whatever the Suki. You'll find it. Okay? I'm so sick of those uh, that audio. I can't I even say the Riri one because I like that one and I also made one to that. Mm -hmm. um, but it was with pictures, right? You guys yeah. were like talking. The, those ones made me laugh. I think they're cringy. Oh, yeah. The, well, it's just like, which one am I more like? <laughs> like? Girl, I don't know. They're both TikTok audios. Yeah. I think you're neither. And you think you need to shut up. That's what I think. Okay, this next one's anonymous. Um, she had three questions in here, but I'm going to pick the first one. She said, how do you work with jealousy when your partner always gets approached? Mm, okay. I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm assuming that you're talking about you, right? You're getting jealous because your partner... I'm assuming. ...is, like, a, attractive to other people, right? I'm assuming. Um, you got to work on you. Mm -hmm. You got to work on you, girl. Like you got to work on where your external validation comes from. Right. So like, does your external, if your external validation comes from compliments or being hit on by other people, then it would make sense why you think that it makes your partner feel good to be hit on by other people. Mm -hmm. And then that therefore makes you jealous because if the roles were reversed, you would think, well, you'll obviously be jealous. You know what I mean? And I am of the mindset that, well, first of all, I don't know if anyone can tell, but I truly do believe I'm very attractive. <laughs> like I believe that in my own right. Does that mean I think it takes from anyone else? No, I just think that I am a, I am a good looking person, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm dating a good looking person by very, very obvious. I feel like definition that means that both of us will be approached in some way or another probably him more than me because he's a man you know what i mean and i'm a woman so it's like the the power dynamic is a little different in that sure. sense i'll get objectified more like from a distance you both do but he also gets objectified quite often like and but that's to his face when they're like approaching which him I which think is strange is so um it's weird it's weird especially because obviously it's women yeah um so like you know what it's like to be objectified. Yeah. Why would you think he exactly? Would like that? I yeah. I agree. I think it is misogynistic inherently, mm -hmm. which is odd because it's reversed. You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate that shit. I hate when Billy gets objectified to his face because I know how it makes him uncomfortable, and I think it's very obvious when he's uncomfortable because it is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some women ignore that because they don't give a shit. That's the only part that bothers me. He him being a very handsome man, he's gonna get hit on, like. It's just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The same way he had to, he understands that I'm a very attractive woman. So I'm going to get hit on. Honestly, earlier this year, we both went to a party 
and we, it was a work party and he went to the bathroom and I went to the bar and we both got hit on at the same party, separate from each other. At a party where everyone knew who they were. Yeah. So I didn't On top of that, like, and I was who I am today. And so was he. So like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like so random, so weird, so inappropriate. Right. But we came together, talked about it, laughed about it. it is what it is. I think a lot of times if you feel like this intense sense of jealousy around your partner being approached, I think sometimes that's a reflection of how you see yourself. Mm. Um, like maybe you're a little insecure and yeah. everybody's insecure. Don't get me wrong. But I think a way to like work through it to answer your question is to unpack how you feel about yourself, where your confidence and validation comes from. Mm-hmm. And then to start working on unpacking it. Like mm-hmm. if you like, I, I don't know what like your, the dichotomy of your relationship is as far as like you're heterosexual, homosexual, whatever it may be. I'm not sure, but like, I'll just use myself as an example. If my external validation comes from men hitting on me, and people finding me attractive, naturally it's going to piss me off if people find my partner attractive because I'm going to think to myself, oh, you like how that feels, huh? Because I like how that feels because it makes me feel good about myself. Does that make sense? I would think, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I would think like it would like if I was dating someone and I kept watching them get approached and it would make me jealous. No, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, and I don't feel good about myself. So then I'm like, why am that's I That's why not? I said well, it's a twofer. Think, well, and mine's girls. So like if it's me and yeah. another girl and she's getting approached, I'm like, why am I not getting approached? Yeah. It's like, um, that's why I said, I don't know what the dichotomy yeah, of your yeah, relationship yeah. is, but it could be one of those two things or it could be both of them. Sure. Right. It could be an insecurity thing that you have to work through, or it could be that your validation comes from external compliments, mm-hmm. regardless of your sexuality though. Your your confidence should never be in the hands of somebody other than you. Yeah. So your confidence should always come from you. Mm-hmm. You should always think that you're the baddest bitch alive because you are, mm-hmm. right? And it shouldn't come because people approach you and they tell you that you're really good looking. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it could be one of those two things. It could be both. How you tackle that is to unpack where your external validation comes from, work on your confidence with yourself, loving yourself unabashedly, loving exactly what you look like, exactly the way you look right now. Mm -hmm. And understanding too, that you are a very good looking person and you got a very good looking Mm -hmm. person. It takes a bad bitch to date a bad bitch. Only bad bitches can date each other. When bad bitches date mid people, that's when shit like that happens. Like Uh shit goes south. Yep. Like that or Kiki Palmer and her her fucking piece of shit boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, Jonah Hill and his girlfriend. He's a piece of shit, too. It takes a bad bitch to date a bad bitch. Here's a great example of two bad bitches dating each other. Other than me and Billy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you guys. I'm just kidding. Um, it's Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Takes a bad bitch <laughs> to date a bad Look bitch. Look how many shitty boyfriends she's had. And all... and. Like I, it, there are so many women, like f- female superstars yeah. that like, as soon as they ascend, oh yeah, their boyfriends turn on them. And I was going to say, I can name a bunch of examples, but I don't want, I don't, I don't blow want back. drama. I don't want the blowback. You know who you we're know, talking about. You know though. which breakups we've been As we've been soon about. as they explode, their boyfriends turn on them. And they're like, oh, you just get all this, uh, this male attention. You know, who's a He's, really powerful couple right now? Rosalia. And Jeremy Allen White. And what happened with her last boyfriend? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because he's not a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's if the rumors are true that he cheated. I don't know. If I don't true. know. If there, if it was an amicable breakup, in my bad. In my eyes, she can never do any wrong. <laughs> if, it, if it was an amicable breakup, my bad, dude. <laughs> like if it, if it was I'm just mutual, saying, my I bad. think Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are such a great... Look at all her boyfriends she's ever had. Yeah, and all of them turned on her. Well, none of them would wa- like. She just wants to have a boyfriend, like that, like treats like her a, like yeah, like a partner, <laughs> her with like a respect. fucking partner. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he had his own shit going on. Mm-hmm. He's rich, famous, good looking, talented, right? Like, athletic, yeah. So they find each other. Is my point, right? And I don't want to hear any discourse about the two of them. I don't care. I'm just using them as an example. I think it's a great example. It's a good example. So that's why I'm saying like, I, that's what I would do if I were you. But I will tell you this. Jealousy is a human emotion. It doesn't make it doesn't mean it should be common or it should be, happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? So like it's natural to feel jealous at some points or another. 
But I feel like a lot of times, I think, I think it's more important that there's a big distinction between envy and jealousy. Mm -hmm. I think envy, you still like, you envy them, but you're like, damn, that's so cool. But like, you know, one day that'll be me. Or I wish that was me, that kind of stuff. I think jealousy is a little more like uh there's kind of a more negative connotation mm -hmm. does that make sense where i feel like envy is more of an aspirational context to mm -hmm. it you're like damn i wish that was me whereas jealousy it's like why can't why is that not happening to me you see the difference you know what i mean mm -hmm. so anyways you're not a bad person and you're not a weird person and nothing's wrong with you it's just a it's a it's something you gotta unpack and it's okay that's the whole point of being a human gotta unpack as you grow unfortunately i will know depending on how your partner acts when they're approached. That's a different story. I was going to say that. That's a different story. And that, as so, I have experienced in that. And that's, and that's their fault. Not me. That's why I, I was going to say, if this is just a, like, it just happens and mm -hmm. they're like, okay, I have a girlfriend. So, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if they're like in, if they're like uh, entertaining Eating it up, it, yeah. cut them loose, bitch. Like that's a red fucking flag easily. That person seeks external validation from Take other people. my advice. The first time you see it, like if they do something like that, yeah. you should break up with them. Yeah, absolutely. Don't wait till it's the 16th time and you've been together for too long and you moved to New York and now you want to move back home. Don't wait till then. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you all a funny story really quick about this? Okay. One time Billy called me when he was on his way home because he went to go get, get us food. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And he was like, dude, the craziest thing happened to me. And I was like, what? And he said he drove through a Canes drive through Obviously. Raising canes, right? <laughs> Wait, raising? <laughs> Not candy? Not candy. <laughs> I was going to say candy. Damn it. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So um, he went through canes and he got his food. And I was like, he said that when he pulled up to the window, there was like two young girls. They look like they're if like, you guys don't twins. know this. At every drive through, there's a little camera so they can see what you look like at the little. Oh, yeah. At, at the when little order. Menu, at the yeah. Menu. So when he got to the window, there was like a gaggle of little girls there, yeah. like of women. Like they were like all in the early twenties. There's like four or five of them okay, waiting there. Yes. And so he pulls up and he takes his, his order and he's like, thank you so much. Appreciate it. And he like pays whatever. And the girl's like, I just want to say you're the hottest fucking guy I've literally ever seen. And then Billy gets really uncomfortable when shit like that. happens. so he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, well, have a good day. And then she was like, yeah, you too. Like laughing. Right. And then he said he drove off and he drove off so fast. He left his card at the window and he, cause he was so uncomfortable and embarrassed. And then he was like, fuck dude. So then he got back in the line and had to go back to the window. And he's like, I left my card. Like when he, and when he pulled Why up, didn't he just park and get out. I, that's I like don't know. You guys, I have another Billy story after this, but that is, that's the most Billy part of the story is that he didn't get out of the car. He's like, I'd rather wait in the line again. There was no line. That's the only reason why he drove back in. Cause it was like a fucking Wednesday. That's you know so what I mean? Silly. Anyways, Just a random day. The most Billy thing ever. Drives back and he tells at the window, he goes, Hey, I'm sorry. I left my car. I was literally just here. I left my card. And then they were like, Oh yeah, you can pull to the window. So he pulls back to the window and he's like, oh, cause he's like scared. They're going to say something. Goes back to the window. The girl, all the girls are gone. And it's just that girl and her manager, mm -hmm. right? And then the girl was like, here's your card. Different energy entirely. He's like, oh, thanks. Sorry about that. And he's like putting it away. She goes, I just want to say to um, my coworker just told me who you are. And she told me who your girlfriend is. And I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I did not know who you were. And he was like, oh, it, it's all right. Like, you don't need to say sorry. It's not a big deal. And he just drove off again. And he called and told me that story. And I giggled. We giggled together. And honestly, real recognize real game, recognize game. But I was like, I'm not going to be mean to you, girl. He's a good looking man. Of course, people are going to be be like, ha cha cha when they see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what, what was your other story that you were going to tell oh, about Billy? Yeah. So we went to a Spotify event this week. Yeah. And on our way back, Billy goes, oh, my. Because he Billy, his most used app has to be DoorDash. He is on there surfing the net. Him and me both. <laughs> <laughs> him he's on there scoping it out every time we go somewhere new he goes on there first to see what they have that's available. true like when we land in new places he mm -hmm. opens doordash to see what's on there <laughs> so anyway so we're driving home and he goes "Ooh, i'm gonna order food and jerry's like okay so he's opening it because we're driving back home and he goes "Ooh, let's get something good and Drew goes okay what do you think is the first restaurant he showed and it's not canes it's believe not it or canes. not what do you think's the first one he showed to me it wrong yeah, whatever you were going to say is going to be wrong. Wrong. He said Panda Express. 
He showed that shit to me and I said, knock it off. He showed it and I go, that's what you, let's get something good. And then you pick fucking. And also before anyone's like, oh, was it late? No, no. it was like 830. Yeah. So there was a plenty of restaurants. It was open. so early. In fact, that he was able to order from Red Robin, which is something when someone says, let's get something good. I'm thinking Red Robin or Islands. Yeah. He's just got a weird thing with Panda. Like that's like his. Dude, he's like, I was I literally wait, I just thought of something. I was too. laughing about that the whole way home. <laughs> let's get something good. Shows Panda Express. And I don't get me wrong. I love a Panda Express orange chicken. When someone says, let's get something good, I'm not thinking Panda Express. No way, I'm thinking that's the only thing open that tastes good. We'll get that. Yeah. It's just like, I I don't like Taco Bell. I think it's just okay. I went through such a heavy phase with Taco Bell in college that I think I killed it for myself. Me too. And you know why? Because it's cheap as yeah, fuck. It's yeah, it's cheap as fuck. And you get so much food for fucking $9. <laughs> but I just like, think like... Just like Del Taco, but I still love Del Taco. I ate there too much um, because it was so cheap in 2020. I fuck so. with that too. I fuck with that ideology. I'm just saying I will almost never order from Taco Bell again, but I could see myself ordering from I Del Taco. I just think like it's cheaper, but like at what cost? I have to buy six tacos. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be full. <laughs> to feel something. That doesn't that doesn't make Wait, sense. Wait, I was gonna say something else. I last night I got the idea to um play that uh we're not really strangers game. Or what's that thing? What's that game? Hard game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the one where I was gagged on a first date with. Yeah, when yeah. you got fucking gooped yeah. so bad, like you were fucking scalped on your first date. Um well, anyways, I had that idea last night. I was like, dude, we should play. Like, and so I ordered it and okay. it got brought to the house. And they have a couples edition of it, which I didn't know. Yes. So I That's got the one I played on a first date. You played the couples edition. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. The other one's like for rent, like for people you're dating. That's weird. That's Maybe it was the other one. I don't know. The questions just follow. Well, like, okay. I told you an example of the question. It was like, was I popular in high school years or no? Yeah, no. See, yeah, that's different. Cause okay. the, the couples version is like about each other. So it's like, like one of them's like, what was your first impression um, when you first met me versus when you started dating me? It's like shit like that. Okay. You know well, like, that's how, when she answered that question, it felt like that's what she was answering, but sure. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, we played the couples edition last night and I was like, this would just be something fun to do, like something different than just sitting on our phones, you know, mm-hmm. dude. Cause you know, there's like different levels. Is that, is that like that on yeah. the regular one? So the first one we were like laughing cause it's like silly shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the second one's is like connection. So they're a lot deeper. We were both crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we were both like sobbing like to each other. Cause we just love each other so much. Like it was just so oh. like, <laughs> Oh, my point being like that game do- does something to you. Like, it's just like, I re- genuinely thought it was going to be like, when did you know you loved me? It's like sure. shit. Like you, you've already spoken about at some point or another, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they were questions I had never ever like you know what i'm saying would like, you love me if i had a stinky ass was that in there should have been on level one whoever makes the game i'm adding a question in there. that's why they're like they're so stupid like the the first ones are really fun they're well, like dude, the silly. other one i'm sure when you play it with a bunch of people you already fucking know um it's probably way more fun yeah but you can ask i mean people do cry when they play it i didn't because you know <laughs> i was on a first date but um yeah i couldn't believe it i because i've heard that but mm -hmm. i didn't i was like nah you know who i saw that from was dom roberts she said that i saw her posting that was the first time i ever saw someone post about that yeah yeah and i will believe anything dom tells me to do she she tells me to buy something love dom i'm gonna buy it dom roberts if you don't already know if you don't follow her she's genuinely one of the funniest she's so fucking and she's so sweet and so so smart yeah but um anyways yeah i saw her play with a bunch of her friends and she said why are we all like dude no for real and then it made me want to play with people i love Mm -hmm. like i was like but then i'm kind of scared because i'm like i kind of don't want to play because it's so emotional i'm assuming squid opted out of the game he was literally going (sighs) like snoring right next to us when it was happening then he got up and he threw up on the floor (laughs) he's like woo is there a card in there about this (laughs) oh you guys love each other yeah oh you did oh i was just my point being that game is fucking intense i did not think that was gonna happen I told that's why I said when I tell people, no I agree with no, you on I'm saying, that. when I tell people I did that on a first like when I told Andrew and Joe that they're like on a first date yeah they, now the, having played it that's yeah. fucking insane no I know 
And that's why I was like, what's happening? (laughs) What is happening? Yeah, like you can tell it's literally meant for people who have known each other for just like forever. But it allows you to to deeper connect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Or like someone, people who have been dating for like a a while at least, like a year or two years. (laughs) Fuck, even a month, I'd give you that. (laughs) What the fuck? With lesbians, a a month is a year. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. It's like dog years. Uh, Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, that's why I saw someone that said Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are moving at lesbian speed. And you know what? I'm in full support of that. <laughs> Go ahead, girlfriend. Um, okay, we got a lot of questions from queer people that were like, how do I get over having a crush on a straight person? Um, I think be realistic with yourself. Yeah. This is my short answer to you. Be realistic with yourself that you're hurting yourself, only yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that. And I think, I mean, obviously, again, like, I can only speak to what I as much as I can with with like no personal tie to it but Mm -hmm. like I feel like there is a larger message at play if you're knowingly chasing people that you know it won't work out with Mm -hmm. like that's a you thing because you must have some sense or fear of commitment to some extent because you know that that's not going to work and you know it's not going to last but you won't stop because it's easier to chase something that you know you can't have than it is to like commit to something that could potentially be taken away from you yeah so there you go (laughs) okay this next one's from lexi she said hello queens for context i'm a lesbian period i just entered a relationship with a very toxic woman Uh uh-oh who i've only known for two weeks that's so lesbian. lesbian lesbian time you didn't even have to put context that's lesbian yeah if you had just if you had just said that part <laughs> and didn't say how you identified no i would have known yeah um for two weeks who's apparently still in love with her ex very lesbian that's also very yeah. lesbian yeah but culture. i don't want to be single very lesbian <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, would you advise breaking up or staying with her what do you think uh by the way love you love you too love you but i'm not gonna love you anymore if you stay with that girl. love you but you're being dumb you need to take care of yourself I think it is really scary to be alone. That's the worst part of breakups. But also, you've only known her for two weeks, so I think you'll be okay. Yeah. It's not like, you know, losing eight years. That's different. But um, I think you'll be more than okay. And I think you need to focus on yourself. If you're already seeing that she's showing, like, signs of, like, toxicity or things like that. Yeah. In two weeks. Also, like, why do you think... I really want you to ask yourself this. Why do you think that love needs to hurt in order for it to be real? Because a lot, like when my lesbian followers ask me questions, a lot of times they're tied to stuff like this and women who are with like awful fucking men. Mm -hmm. And there's like this attachment there. And even you have admitted that you guys haven't known each other for very long, right? As far as like dating goes, Mm -hmm. it hasn't been like years or anything. And I feel like there's this addiction to people who you know are bad for you. Mm -hmm. Because one, you can predict the ending, which is again, like, it's like, it's not going to hurt that much. If I know they're terrible, like, I'm like, when they do hurt me, I can say, well, yeah, obviously they're terrible. I think a huge part of it too is thinking you can fix it. Um, A lot of the questions in here are like, how do I get over wanting to be with people that I know I can fix and help? Again, why do you think that love needs to hurt in order for it to be real? Because it's not true. I think it's, it's kind of like one time Billy told me, this and it's like stuck with me forever which is like who's billy (laughs) who it's um he said sometimes the simplest answer is the scariest one Mm -hmm. so you look for a more complicated one Mm -hmm. right like on purpose because it's just it's too terrifying that it it, the fact that it is so simple is more terrifying yeah so you're you know you admitted you're more afraid of being alone than being with someone who doesn't make you feel good and yeah as someone who's experienced that you get over the being i would rather be alone i always think of this quote i saw on tiktok which i'm sure that person didn't make it up but it was like i would so much rather be the girl that everyone goes i can't why is she single instead of why is she with that person (laughs) that's fucking real i think of that every day of my life that's so fucking real because i can think i have so many kick-ass female friends Mm -hmm. like women female identifying friends who I'm like, that bitch is a catch. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, whoever gets that bitch is going to be so lucky. Mm-hmm. Dason's one of them. Like, I'm like, that bitch is a fucking catch. Like, wow, whoever gets her is going to be so fucking lucky. I I am surrounded by women like that, which I adore. Yeah. Dason's one of them. Teffy. Mm-hmm. Brittany. Dana. Dana. Yeah. Dom. 
dom. Like I, I am surrounded yeah. by women like that. And that is badass, dude. Mm-hmm. That's like that type of shit where you're like, you better work, bitch. Right. Like you're too good for anyone I know personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So hopefully whoever I, I know you're going to find someone and just nobody that I know personally. Cause you're too I good would for rather be the girl that they go, why is she still single? Exactly. And I have plenty of friends like mm-hmm. that. You know then what I'm saying? Why is she with that? And then you're like, oh, and she's with that person. Yeah. Which is fucking horrible. So, yeah, that's that's a really good point. That is like and that's why I said it's it's chasing something that, you know, like or staying with someone that, you know, also one time I saw this, too, when they said like for for someone like a fear of being alone is a very natural human emotion, but you're not alone. You're single. Those are two different things. Oh my God, literally me. Say that one more time for the girls in the back. (laughs) That's like you're not alone. You're single. Mm hmm. Those are two very different things. You had to change your perspective on how you see being single. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like being single is not an indictment on the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It's not indicative of anything. It's not a precursor to anything. If anything, savor being single, bitch, because the minute you get with someone that actually fucking rocks, like one of the questions that I asked yesterday or um, was like, what was something that was shocking to you to like, realize about the other person like what was something that was shocking whatever and i for me i like literally told him i was like i everyone i had dated prior to billy like i literally was like relationships require sacrifice relationships require compromise i was not willing to Mm -hmm. compromise with literally any bitch that i had ever come across Mm -hmm. i was like i'm never gonna compromise for you no way the part that scared me the most was when I met Billy, I was willing to compromise in a lot of ways. Like I was willing and not myself or anything like that. I was just willing to like put down my fucking ego. Even in like small things. So like Drew's talked about before. She's like, why would I ever get married? I have to share a space with someone. Oh, she was talking about the wedding planner. Oh, the wedding planner. At dude. the beginning, how JLo is, is single. Yeah. And you were saying that looks like so much fun. When I was a kid and I watched that movie and they're like, oh, she much she must lead such a romantic life in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it's like supposed to be funny that she's home alone. When I watched that scene, I thought that I can't wait for that to be me. <laughs> like she gets home by herself. House is clean. Mm-hmm. Dinner's prepped. You change it to a nice outfit. Watch your show with your meal. Yeah. You know, drink a little. You guys, that's, to me, that is the best part about that's being like, single. Get a little drunk, yeah. clean, for no reason. I can watch whatever I want, eat <laughs> what I want to eat for fucking dinner. Even if it's Red Robin again. Yeah. I can, I get to pick. That's why I said, like, savor being single. Because when you, when you enter into a relationship with someone that you actually, that, guys, that deserves you. I saw someone saying, why am I so picky? And I said, because you're not willing to give up being single. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's tea, bitch. That's something that's I had. To, I was like, oh, no, it's I didn't like talking to her because she asked me too many questions. And Drew was like, just say you didn't want to like <laughs> you didn't want to compromise. I didn't. That's why it's like and I hadn't even met her. I was already like not, quitting before. Her. And that's OK. Yeah, that's OK. Right. So you're not single. You're a, you're you're not alone. You're single. Right. There's a very big difference. Nothing wrong with being single. I had some of the best times of my fucking life when I was single. I really did. Even to this day. And now I have some of the best times of my life in a very different way. You know what I'm saying? One is not inherently better than the other. They're just both fucking awesome mm-hmm. in different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So change your perspective on how, what being single means and break up with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. This is the last one we're going to do, but then the next episode we'll do more. We'll do a part two. Yeah. We will do a part two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one's from Lily. She said, do you think dating in high school is a good idea? I don't know if I want to, but I feel like I would miss out if I didn't. I think we, do you think, what do you, I think it's a waste of time. I think, or I don't know if it's a waste of time. I just I think, think relationships in high school are really, are a waste of time. Okay. Like boyfriend, girlfriend for four years. I think that's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I think dating around, like having fun, going to dances, kissing, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of just like figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. I think there's no harm in that. As mm-hmm. long as everyone's consenting and everyone's safe. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I will say Towards the end of high school. So like yeah. junior, senior year. When you're a child, like, no. Because we weren't allowed to date in high school. Yeah. That was against our, we were, it was just a, a ruling. My mom wanted us to focus on, on sports school. and school. If you're Polynesian or someone of any sort. You know that. You know, <laughs> you, you know that it only applies to the girls, not the boys. You know <laughs> yeah. that. Um, for whatever reason. But, but we but, always went to dances. Yeah. And we had dates at certain dances. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. If Dayson dated in high school. 
she would have, I would have had to either kill her or whoever she dated because she had a crush on the worst people alive. But like the maybe worst. if I was allowed to date in high school or at least kiss boys, if I was allowed to do that, I would have realized I was gay faster. I don't think you would have. No, no. I think you would have committed to the bit and then it probably would have lasted even longer in college if I'm being honest. Because I think that you were so deathly afraid of public perception, even more well, so. Especially in at high that school. time, because our school is so homophobic. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Like even more so when you're younger, mm-hmm. because you don't know who you are yet. Mm-hmm. I think that it would have that realization would have scared you into staying in that box longer. If I'm being honest. Well, at least till, at least till college. I think I that's would, what I, mean. I always would have been. Like gay in college, I'm saying, yeah. like longer than you realize. Like you realize you were gay your freshman year in college. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. So I'm saying like it probably would have lasted to like maybe it would have been later, like sophomore, junior year mm-hmm. that you would have found out you were gay. You know what I'm saying? I think that the the constrictions of it would have hurt you more, to be honest. So I'm glad you didn't date in high school because I feel like I mean, maybe you would have found out sooner, but just I knew you in high school. Like you and I lived together. We slept across from each other for fucking. But it was obvious if you look back. No, it was very obvious that you were gay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, the, the your boy crazy mind at the time. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that you would have kissed a boy, one boy and been oh, like... Oh, I never would have kissed girls in high, in high school. No. No, I know. I'm saying, like, that thought, even though you were like, mm, I, don't, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. I, it would have been kind of like Mitchell in Modern Family. Yeah. Like, he... <laughs> He dated several women and mm-hmm. had sex with them and everything. And like, he was still like, oh, I hate this. But like, he's so like nervous and scared and introverted that he like didn't come out of his shell until like in college. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it would have done more harm than good, to be honest. Sure. Yeah. Like, I'm glad it happened the way it happened. I don't, w- I wish that you didn't get wiped down so early, but like, I don't I'm think gl- anyone does. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you didn't date in high school is my point. So do I think it's a good idea? No. But I think dating around is different. Yeah, I think like, you know, having crushes, talking to boys like I did that shit. I I mean, you guys know I never had a crush, but like I did talk to boys and shit like that all throughout high school and like going to dances and shit like that. I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. Dating around kind of thing, like kind of seeing who you like. We don't like wearing someone's jersey to the game. (laughs) I think shit like that's cute. I think that's fun. I think it's innocent. Um, I I think think it's camp. (laughs) I think that relationships are a waste of time in high school. Personally. I know. Come on. Yeah. It is. So, okay. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Two Idiot Girls. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you can listen to other episodes ever. You can stream podcasts. And the video version is always on our YouTube channel. And again, don't forget we're doing a trivia night with our friends on Patreon. All the information is on our Instagram. I'll put it in the description box below. It's going to be very fun. Very fun. Very silly. I'm very excited. Yeah. But other than that, we love you. We'll do a part two of this next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.